0: Greetings, adventure. Welcome to the D20 Academy podcast. I'm Shiloh. I'm Gabriel, and this week is episode 56, where we break down the five-room dungeon. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about the five-room dungeon, which is kind of this concept that's been circulating in the community. It's kind of like an unofficial uh, connection to D&D as well, and um, Basically, it's a method in which you can build dungeons, you can build adventures, all that kind of stuff. And we're going to break it all down uh, here for you in this episode. Yes, and as always, before we get into it, our Instagram is at d20 underscore academy.
1: You can message us there to get into our Discord server, where we talk about things, uh, highlight homebrew from the community, answer your questions, and that kind of thing. So message us on Instagram to get into that.
0: hey guys welcome
1: welcome welcome you're welcome, <laughs> you're welcome. um that you're yeah never mind that doesn't go where i thought of yeah um
0: hey hello <laughs> five room diamonds. Hey, it feels like it's been forever uh yep it's just last week but yeah, um, come here often <laughs> to the five-room dungeon. Yeah. Boom! That was All great. Right. Wait, you Okay, and remember, Gabe, this whole episode will be making fantastic segues. Um, mm, so mm-hmm. of get, course. get excited for that. Get ready for that. It's going to be its gonna be a really good time. Um, also, something that we didn't mention in the intro, we have an actual play series. It's called oh, Unwelcome yeah. Spirits. And the finale, the fifth and final session, is coming out Friday this week.
1: Yes, just trying to get the timeline in my head, like,
0: okay. yep. this is being released. Yeah. We record things in, di- you know, all over the place and stuff, so. Yeah. But by the time you're listening to this episode, it's not out yet. But it will be on Friday. But it will be out. But it is, it is recorded. Whatever. It's
1: also coming out Friday, some good music that I will highlight in our Discord, which we have a channel for music suggestions. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: Yeah on a in bing, Discord because I boom And hey, music suggestions. also, I was looking at the stats, the stats, of um, our podcast the episodes. Stats. On Anchor, which is the program that I use to upload uh, podcasts and, and get them distributed and stuff. Anywho, you can kind of look at some different statistics and you can look at, like, how far people listen and, like, nobody listens to the closing, which is totally fine. I understand that. But something you may not know in the closing is we tell you what next week's episode is going to be. So, by the way, Uh, If you're ever curious, we do actually mention in the closing, I know a lot of people don't listen to that part, um, but by the way, if you do wait (laughs) to the end, our closings are just like a minute long, um, but we do mention the next week's episode, so if you ever are curious about that, stick around to the end, or just, you know, skip to the end. Don't do that, it's a great episode, you're going to want to listen to the whole thing. Anywho, Mm -hmm. what's the five room dungeon, Gabe? Alright, the five room dungeon
1: is not just a thing for creating dungeons, as the name might Make you think. It's more of a format for building adventures, dungeons, challenges for your players. It's split up into five rooms, as the name would have you think. Mm-hmm. And each five room presents different obstacles, different events that happen in the dungeon. So, obviously, we start with room one,
0: but which is yep. the entrance and guardian yeah entrance and guardian entrance with guardian uh there's a couple different ways by the way the five dungeon is like i don't really know where it started but it's i i know there's a guy johnny for role playing he has like a, a newsletter and stuff um he's someone in the community great i I signed up for his newsletter and stuff and he it's really he's really fantastic he does a weekly thing great tips uh he, he's a really great resource by the way um but i know he kind of perpetrated the idea at least made it popular i'm not sure if he came up with it um, I don't want to give credit because I'm, I'm not exactly sure where this came from. Uh, a lot of people have talked about it in their own ways, kind of given their own interpretations, and that's kind of what we're going to be doing uh, as well here. Um, but it's something in the community, it's not like an official thing, though. I know D&D, uh, for 4th edition, they did take it one time and made an adventure, uh, you know, based off, of, like, a module based off of a Fiverr Dungeon or something. But anyway, it's basically, yeah, there's five different rooms per se, um, uh, and the, it, it, the classic example is a dungeon for D&D, um, you know, and there's five different rooms that you go through. But like Gabe was saying, yeah. this can be translated to other things like adventures and stuff. And we're going to talk about that more near the end, like translating this into to the different uh, ways you're going to be doing things. Um, it's pretty cool. I've never really talked to Gabe about it, really gotten someone else's opinion. I've just looked at, um, looked at it myself and kind of have my own opinions that I've kind of formulated about it. But it is kind of yeah, one it's way. it's kind of thing that both of us have done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a method in which you, you build things. I don't really have a lot of experience. I've never really used this before. I have my own method, um, typically, that I like to use when building adventures. Um, I, and I have not really built a lot of dungeons, I'm going to be honest here. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this first room, you know, in quotations. This first challenge, I guess, which is the entrance and the guardian.
1: Yeah. So, with a lot of things, you want to have to have, like, an entrance, like, uh, conflict, something that has stopped this, whatever, it's a dungeon, or some sort of objective that the players are after, they're going after in this adventure. What, why hasn't it been, been done before? Is the entrance hard to find? Is it require a key that, like people haven't found before, they don't have the key, they don't know what it is. Is it a dungeon that has a guardian in front of it? Is it a house that they're trying to break into that nobody knows where it is? You know?
0: Yeah. Basically, this first room is just, you know, getting in. (laughs) The the, the challenge, uh, uh, you know, of actually getting into the dungeon or, or getting into the house or whatever it is, um we'll just stick to dungeon for for these purposes um but yeah you have to figure out like if there's nothing here and it's pretty easy to walk into like why you know <laughs> why has it whatever the goal of this is ready if it's to kill a, a boss or if it's to steal an artifact or to save us someone or whatever like there has to be a reason right someone's obviously trying to protect something someone's obviously trying to guard you know against you know, Whatever the play- uh, heroes are trying to accomplish. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe it's trapped. Maybe there's an actual guardian. Uh, you know, there's there's actual guards or, you know, uh, guard dogs or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's hidden. Maybe you have to actually find the entrance because it's actually hidden. Uh, maybe you have to say Melon. Um, mm-hmm.
1: That's some sort of special key or
0: ceremony
1: ritual that you need to get... Used to gain entrance.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's the first. <laughs> yep. That's the first room. Alrighty. Alright. That's the first room. Is the entrance with the guardian. Okay. That was pretty self-explanatory. Pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty simple. That's kind of like the
1: theme of this whole thing. That's kind of like the theme of this whole format. So, sticking with that as we go to the second room, keep the like, simple ideas, but you can change it and adapt it to whatever you want. The second room is where you introduce some sort of puzzle or roleplay challenge to your players. This is to break up the pacing of your dungeon crawl or whatever adventure you're going on, where perhaps in the first room at the start, the entrance, you have some sort of challenge where you have to defeat a guardian or to pass this, you know, whatever the entrance hazard is. You get into the second room, where there's some sort of puzzle, or there is some sort of role play encounter or challenge that players have to work together to get past, that requires something other than just their steel.
0: Yep. Um, yeah. So, so this th- this is really cool. Definitely, when it comes to like what you were saying, Gabe pacing. Like, you know, in in mo- like a lot of examples, the entrance is probably a, a combat encounter. Between, you know, for with whoever is guarding this location, this dungeon, or whatever, um, typically, you know, some sort of like robot, golem, or whatever it is, and you want to break up that pacing. You just don't want to go through uh, just just murdering every in every room. Um, I, I think the one thing that's really cool about the five room dungeon is just the way that it, like it breaks up pacing and it it, it presents it forced you to present and come up with a bunch of different kinds of challenges that kind of cater to all different kinds of, um, you know, players and, and, and classes or whatever it is. Um, so I think that's one thing as that's as it really turns cool. out, different people want different things. Yeah. Um, I think what a Surprising. lot Surprising, I know. I yeah, know. what a lot of dungeons, the, the trap a lot of dungeons fall into, pun intended, um, is <laughs> that it's just like murder... Murderness. You just go from room to room, with just the trap killing everybody. In Sorry.
1: With the trap in between. Yeah. It's also, like murder, with like murder, a murder, dumb
0: murder. pit trap, spike trap. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait. This is not the time for me to rant about traps. Um. Yeah, but like. You know, I've ran a, a, a quite a, a few D&D dungeons. I've gone through a couple of d and dungeons as a, as a player. Obviously, this does not just correlate to d but that's, like, the most popular format. That, you know, dungeons are literally a part of the name, so it's pretty integral to the um, the system. And a lot of what I found is it's just, like, murderous. Right, Gabe? I, I ran a couple dungeons in, in our d d campaign. <laughs> and one I made myself, but another one, or the other ones that I, will t- I took from... Other modules or whatever. What, I don't so know if you remember Star-keak them super clearly, Gabe. I
1: yeah. But uh, not, like, there was a lot of murder Just a yeah.
0: lot of murder Which um,
1: by itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just that there are players who will enjoy other things more than that. And sometimes if you're going through, depending on the length of your dungeon, or how long you complicated it is, how many sessions you guys are in there, some people will get bored with just being... Going from room to room, murdering
0: things. Yeah, and, and that can
1: like mess with plotting and like. Uh, it's the word I'm looking for.
0: Pacing. Pacing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think pacing is a big thing as well. Uh, take a moment to slow down, chill. Um, actually, you know, maybe it's not slow down. Maybe you know the entrance was like tr- trying to find. The hidden symbol on the entryway, and you have to touch that symbol to open the door. That was probably a little. That was kind of that's kind of a slow process. But once you get into room two, you need to pick up the pacing a bit. Um, but this maybe not a time for a combat encounter, so maybe it's a puzzle, but with a timer. A sand timer is in the corner that starts to go off. Um, you know, maybe the panels beneath their feet are beginning to fall away. Um, it, it, it. Yeah, it's you can adjust the pacing how you want, but you still just want to break it up so it's not just like straight like fighting murder stuff like that um but yeah so that's what the second room is so you know puzzle or, or role-playing um depending on what it is you know maybe there's like the gatekeeper dude um in here um and you're like you have to bribe him you have to trick him that's kind of a role you have playing answer riddle yeah maybe it's a puzzle maybe it's a riddle um you know maybe it's too many guards are stationed here for you to handle and you have to find a way to to smartly role play your way around um, you know making making a trade with them manipulating them in some way um to to, for, to letting you pass um you know or in your classic dungeon some kind of some kind of puzzle some kind of riddle maybe um stuff like that yeah mhm yeah yeah
1: <clears throat> that's so room 2 after you've yeah <coughs> found some way to Introduce some sort of roleplay or puzzle encounter or challenge. You then move on to this third room. And keep in mind again, I just want to reiterate this. These don't necessarily have to be rooms. It's just, little, it's, it's just the name. It's just the name. They don't have to be rooms. They can- This could literally all be one long hall. Yeah. It could be whatever you want. doesn't have to be a room. doesn't have to be a dungeon. I right, know we're repeating ourselves. Sorry. Alright, third room. This is where you get to, like, spice things up a little bit, you know? This is where you introduce some sort of trick or setback to the players to add to the tension of this adventure or dungeon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's... Something that kind of, this, uh, this is actually the, the one that's the least clear to me, um, but it, it's, it's something that kind of um, puts him on the, on the down low, kind of starts the decline. Maybe the, you know, in a way the stakes are raised, the players lose something, they are tricked in some way. Um, this is really hard to kind of articulate and also just to kind of run. Because it, it sucks when you, like, force something on the players that's out of their control. And that's, like, that's, like, you know, like, that's kind of some sort of failure that they experience, or some kind of loss that they experience. Like, that's not cool to railroad that in. Um, so it, it's a little hard to kind of, uh, you know, work around and figure out. Um, but, like, if, if you think about, like, the Tip Classic, like, story structure, right? It's like, at first, the story just moving in a straight horizontal line as we're getting exposition then you know the hero is taken uh, is introduced to the journey obi-wan takes him into space or whatever then we go on an up as the action rises or whatever all that kind of stuff and we're going up and you know then we start going down because they lose something they experience um some sort of a loss um you know alderaan is blown up before they're able to get there or you know it, it's, it's kind of that, that 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 kind of concept is this third room um, before they get to the the climax, before they get to, you know, facing off against the big baddie or whatever it is, um, there, there, there's some kind of, like, trick. They get outsmarted. They, they uh, get set back in some way, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. And so, for example, this could be they came into this dungeon to find a certain artifact that they needed for their quest. And they think they get it. In room three, they get it. They touch it, like they grab onto it, and about to leave, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is, this is a trick. This wasn't the real artifact." You know, the walls close, and they're trapped inside. Something like, like that. You know, where this could you can incorporate any sort of thing. You can incorporate combat. You can incorporate puzzles into this. But what you want to do with this room? Your goal with this room. Is to introduce some sort of setback or any sort of trick or trap that increases the tension of this whole adventure.
0: Yeah, um, I I, th- I think that like artifact samples is like really good. Like you find a thing, uh, you find you find you find the chest that has the artifact you're looking for, but nope, you don't have the key, so you're gonna have to go further in to get the key. Um, you know, uh, maybe you find it, you enter the room, and there's the artifact, there is the hostage, whatever you're trying to get, and then right as you're approaching, another treasure hunter, another villain, whatever, appears, takes them, pulls them in further into the dungeon, or whatever, right, um, so it's like, you're so close, you're almost there, but they're just out of reach, everything, it's pulled just out of reach again, um, that kind of thing, I think it is really cool, and, and an example that's not a dungeon, um, you know, Let's let's say, you know, you're going to get this artifact. You're on a treasure hunt, okay? And and, and you're, you're the artifact's in front of you, but a, an opposing treasure hunting team appears and snatches it right before you're able to get them. And then dash off. And now you're forced to chase them. And then the next rooms of the dungeon we're about to talk about, you know, in quotations, are the next steps of, like, now that, now that they have to face off against this group. This other treasure hunting group, or whatever. Right? So... That's that's what this one is, you know. The, the, there's um, some sort of a uh, uh, little mini boss here that you fight, who's guarding the thing, but right before he dies, he touches it and teleports it somewhere else or whatever. That 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 that, that kind of concept is what we're talking about in in this room. Yes,
1: it could also just be some sort of role encounter where you get there and instead of the artifact being there and another adventurer comes and takes it, there's a key to get to the artifact there and there's another adventurer there and then they have to have some sort of roleplay encounter where they try and convince that other you know, treasure hunters to side with them and work together or some other role roleplay encounter you can come up with. Yeah. Exactly. Instead, like, this is really just like a framework you you can add things of your own in here you can add combat encounters you can add role playing encounters you can add puzzles in here this is just a format to like a
0: plot out an adventure yes sir okay mm-hmm. room number 4 climax big climax this is the this is the penultimate event um, this is the obligatory scene um this is this is the sh- the showdown. Right? You've passed mm-hmm. through these various challenges and pieces
1: the motown showdown.
0: The mot Yep. <laughs> sure. Um so in a classic typical dungeon this or you know adventure this is like the boss fight.
1: Yeah. So after you've defeated the mini boss or the challenges before you get to the end essentially. At least the climax.
0: Yeah, this this is the big... Uh, what everything's been building towards. The big towards. baddie. Yes, what everything's been building towards. Um, yes.
1: The, the
0: lich at the end of the tunnel. The lich at the end of the tunnel, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so... Go ahead.
1: Y- you know what this is. It, it, it's the big baddie. It's, it's the climax of the adventure of the dungeon some sort of boss fight, and sort of big encounter and there's a bunch of ways you can spice this up but you, you already have an idea of what this is
0: yeah um but this is like the most like important you want to spend the most time on like making this really fun really really interesting and 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 cool uh and fun um, i'm thinking of an example that we had in our campaign though i didn't use the five room dungeon um they were kind of like following this kind of mystery thing investigating trying to find this guy. Eventually they encountered this this boss at the big climax of this little this little adventure plot line. Um but like the whole battle took place in like this th- inverted D4 where gravity was all hard to explain, but it was like a really really <laughs> interesting. It was kind of confusing honestly. I may have gone overboard, but
1: it was a little bit confusing.
0: It was also cuz then I also at that point everyone like basically had the ability to fly cuz they were pretty high level, so gravity stuff didn't really matter, but, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so it was, like, this really interesting set piece, um, with, like, this different gravity, and you can walk on, on the various walls that then turn into the floor, and it's all really interesting, there's, like, uh, you know, a couple, there's the big boss, but he also had some minions, um, that were helping him, there were some pits of acid, there were pillars, um, you know, so it, it, you could spice it up, make it really fun, make it interesting as well. Because this is kind of, this is the big moment. Um,
1: yeah, this is where you tie in things from without the dungeon so far. So perhaps in the first room when they defeated the Guardians, and sort of alarm was set off that the PC saw. And so the bad guy obviously knows, knows that the party is coming. Or perhaps, like, yeah, like Shire was saying, there's pits of acid. There's this, there's that. There's minions, there's traps, there's... Special powers, abilities. Yeah. Or, or uh, this example, of the best, uh, the bad guy has some sort of unusual way of trying to settle things or deal with the party through like a wager
0: or a duel or a bet,
1: you know, something like that. Like, yeah. It changes the boss fight.
0: Yeah. Instead, it's a of a fight. It's a poker game, where the. The bet is, you know, whatever Whatever the point of the, the dungeon or adventure is. You know, the lives of the villagers or the artifact or whatever. Yeah, like that, that, that's then pretty how you cool. you play
1: poker is you fight each other for the cards. Boom.
0: Wow. This is the content you come here for. <laughs> okay, that's room four. Next Big climax. Pretty self-explanatory. This whole thing kind of is uh, nice and simple. Okay. Now you might think, what... That's only room for, how is there one more room? That's the climax of- We've already done everything Winter. we need to. But wait, there's more. There's, there's always more, you guys. Beyond room four. Yeah.
1: Room five, actually. That's what comes after.
0: Nice segue. Mm-hmm. That was really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> room five is where the players come upon their reward some sort of revelation, or plot twist. Alright? This is where you can... Obviously, you can use this room, this thing, as a reward to the players for completing the dungeon, some sort of revelation in their story, in their plots, that twists things.
0: Yeah. Now, this has varying levels of intensity, okay? Yes. Um, on one end, it this is a very minor... This fifth thing is, is, is quite minor, um, and it's just like, you just reveal, you just find now the truth behind whatever a, a thing was, or what a mystery was, or, or something, you know, you just find the documents that prove something, that's, the player's like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool, um, uh, a, a different, differing level, it's a hook to the next adventure, to the next major plot arc, um. Unless this is the final adventure of your campaign, do this. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, hook, hook them into the next part of the plot line. Okay, they defeated this guy, but turns out he was just a puppet to this other, this other thing. Um, turns out this artifact that you thought you needed is just one of four that you actually need. Um, or whatever it is, and then it hooks you into the next adventure, the next dungeon. And then on For
1: another way, it's in sort of twist... Yeah, that's, get, that's, like, that's this the artifact intense. is actually a, an evil alien artifact that now that we have completed it or obtain it over we've doomed the world. Or
0: yes, uh, yeah, in, yeah. In the most extreme version, this is like an actual like crazy twist that maybe leads to a whole new encounter or a you know a whole new thing or, or, or you know whatever um, a, a really big crazy twist twist, but it could also just be like a hook into the next adventure, or just be like a little, oh. So that's the answer to the mystery that we were wondering. Um, you know, just, just a bit of reward, a revelation, um, but here's the thing. Yes, pl- reward your players, okay, they just work through this dungeon, they just work through this adventure. Give them what they want, also, you know, what they came here for, in a sense, but you also do want to hook them on, right? You want to keep them interested, continue the mystery as well, um, so you don't just want to just give them the thing they came here for exactly, and be like, there you go, that's it, (laughs) um, you don't want to do that, but you also don't want to be like, I know you just worked really hard for this magical sword, but it's not actually here, (laughs) um, it actually isn't real, it's just a legend, and you just wasted all your time for nothing, don't also do that, (laughs) um. (laughs) <laughs> um, I mean, it's even mean what they do in Super Mario Bros, where you come, and then you go through the whole castle, and they're like, no, Princess Peach is in the other castle. And you're like, what? <laughs> How many serious?
1: castles are there?
0: Yeah, but, if you do like that kind of thing, like, on what you came here for, actually in a different location. But, here's something that might help you. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you do go with that twist, you still have to reward your players a bit. Yeah.
0: Here's- here's a prisoner- It
1: is disappointing to get through something with a specific goal and at the end, it's just a trick, a go, it's not there.
0: Yeah. Here's, here's- here's a- here's a prisoner that, um, that this- that this BBG had that you just defeated and that, uh, now he will help you and he's a cool NPC who has some cool power or whatever. Even though what you came here for maybe isn't here, right? That's yeah. what- that's what room 5 is of this- this dungeon. And Basically. that's it.
1: If you've done your counting, you know, you've learned those numbers, one through five,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you realize this is the fifth room.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, if you listen to our Mythic Odyssey of Theros review, which you should, great book. Also, maybe might be the world of our next actual play series. Um, hey, this room five... ...is the mythic action, by the way. To- uh... That's a great example, so if you listen- if you know what we're talking about. Um, in part two of that review, in Theros, they introduce a new kind of way of, uh, building monsters. Um, which is when the monster dies, when you reduce them to zero hit points, a new thing happens. Um, so maybe they regain their hit points and then now gain a a new arm, uh, or whatever. Um, in one of the examples, Bring him to zero hit points, just broke his armor. So now all his armor is broken up, and now you have to destroy his four hearts. Um That's kind of what the room five is. Um so if, if you're perhaps we're talking about like now.
1: at the end, like the bad guy is resurrected and is now gonna hunt the players. Yeah, some sort of twist yeah. like, oh, after they defeated, perhaps like they don't get into the combat encounter then like oh he broke his armor and he's gonna run away for now or something like that
0: yep exactly um so that's 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 oh yeah kind of an example of what room five is but there you go hey that's that's all five rooms entrance with guardian puzzle role-playing challenge trick or setback big climax reward revelation all right pretty simple yeah it it is it's nice and simple Gabe, what are your your, uh, uh, initial thoughts here? Alright,
1: so... We've been saying this whole time, like, oh yeah, it's simple, this is a format, and I think that is pretty telling of both its strengths and weaknesses. Hmm. As a format that's very simple, it can be easy to use, easy to make, easy to understand, but it's also easy to understand, predictable, simple yeah you know with a simple format like this you can use it but I would always suggest spicing things up one of the most important things and this is stated in like this outline here is that like when you're going through this dungeon you're making this five-room dungeon whatever make sure that you incorporate your theme you know the theme for your dungeon the setting the goal into these things and personalize it for yourself and for your players, you know? Yeah. Don't just, okay, um, there is a big golem guarding that doesn't have to deal with the dungeon at all, and we have um, a some sort of puzzle here, and that's not related yeah. to the theme of the yeah. campaign. Yeah. But you always have to change these things to fit your own setting
0: and your own theme. Yeah. It, i think it, it's not listen it, it's not horrible if not everything is is connected and stuff okay no um the, the one thing that they're talking about here is just like oh definitely like tips top role-playing games um it's just like players want to feel accomplished they want to feel like they're working towards something they want to feel that satisfaction of accomplishing things and you have this goal of this dungeon right that's something that they don't really talk about um which I'll get into a second of how I would kind of amend this and change this, um, but, like, you have this goal, save the hostage, get the artifact, uh, what it kill the boss, whatever it is, um, and, you know, you come to the entrance, and there is, like, a golem guarding there, like, okay, that's fine, if you, but, like, if you could have it more attached to the story, give a clue that, you know, from bypassing this first entrance here, that there's a clue that will help you defeat the bad guy in room four, or whatever it is, um, like, that's, that's, that's really awesome, that's really stepping up your game, but, you know, it's still fine. The point is that there's just challenges that the players are overcoming. There's things that they are doing to get to their goal because if, if all these rooms were just empty rooms, then they would just walk through these, get what they want, and walk out. And that's not, mm-hmm. you know, fun or interesting. You need to have a sense of progression and accomplishment of them overcoming obstacles to get to their goal. And what Gabe is saying is that this is cool because it provides you with, like, how you can look at your different obstacles. Maybe you want one to be a puzzle. You could, then you, the one after that, you can have it be a trick or whatever. But what Gabe is saying is that, like, you, you want to step it up as well, you know? If you can, you want to try and make things connected, make things relevant. Because that will really make your dungeon, your adventure, whatever it is, um, really, really powerful. And, uh, you know, re- just make your players even enjoy it even more.
1: Also uh nothing to keep in mind is if you are planning to run multiple dungeons or adventures with this format is to perhaps like mix up the order a little bit or like mix how things work a little bit so that it isn't always predictable for each player you know like yeah. okay we start with the guardian that's pretty like you know but this time it's the players have to form some sort of ritual instead of a guardian at the entrance you know yeah. And then you get to the second room, instead of just the same chest puzzle that they had before, it's some other sort of trick. Or perhaps, like, that second room is instead a combat encounter. So you're mixing yeah. up the order of things a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I think the more you do this, the more you'll get comfortable and, and, like, figure out your own method and figure out your own rhythm on how you think pacing works, what works best for your party. You're like, maybe I'm just gonna throw in a couple more combat encounters. Than suggested just because that's my g- gaming group. That's what we love, or whatever, right? So you're you're gonna by doing this, oh, you know, um, over and over, you're gonna be able to pick up things and, and develop your own way of doing things in your own system, um, and, and and all that kind of all that kind of cool stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So this is, all, this is all really nice and cool. Um, here's. I- I- okay. This is- okay, I think that you can take this a-, a step further, and, and here's what I do. Here's what what I would do. Um, these five rooms is like... How, how do I say this? Um, the, the, these are like, uh, it's like you get to the... How do I even say this? It's kinda like this is one encounter, almost. In the sense that this might not be the whole adventure. How am I, what am I trying to say here? This is, I'm sorry, this is confusing. Okay. This whole thing, this Fiber Dungeon, is like one session. Uh, the way I'm looking at it, it seems kind of like that. One or two mm-hmm. sessions, maybe, you get through, through these things. Um, depending on how long your sessions are. But, usually your adventures are not one session long. One or two sessions long, right? Usually they're longer. Um, the ones that I run, each of my plot lines is typically between 10 to 15 sessions. Um, each of my different adventures. That I'm, that I, I just, that's the way I like to do it. Um, and But like, what I do, and I talk more about this in, in my Game Masters course, uh, which is coming out fairly soon, uh, a month or two. Um, is I, I, I split my stories into three segments, three acts. And, like, th- like you apply this to each of the acts, basically. You know what I mean? So, like, the first part is, like, your, you know, let's just say the whole goal of the adventure is to deal with this evil warlord. Okay? Um, but here's the thing. You were you, you given this quest by whatever, you know, so-and-so. Um, but you maybe don't know where this guy is. You don't have the power, the resources to break into his fortress confront him yet and so the first act of this three act thing you run this five room dungeon so you're given the lead hey we know there's there's something about there's a weakness that he has and this npc has this information okay and here's where this npc is And so that's your first lead that's this is the first act of this adventure and the party goes to to go find that npc and then you implement the five-room dungeon, okay? Hey, turns out the NPC is, uh, is kidnapped by a bunch of bandits. You go to the bandit hideout, five-room dungeon. The the reward at the end that we're talking about, hey, you found the NPC, he gives you the weakness of this this evil warlord guy that you were looking for, uh, but then, you know, that that's just not enough yet. Now you need to find the location of this evil warlord. Or... Um, here's a different example. Maybe you need to find- uh, you need to deal with his right-hand man. Cause if you face him and his right-hand man together, there's no way you're gonna- you're gonna live through that battle. So you gotta deal with his right-hand man first. Okay, well his right-hand man right now is on, um, a mission to this place. Um, so you can go find him there. So, second act of this adventure, you go there, five-room dungeon. At the end, you do, you have a boss battle with this guy. This- this- this right-hand man. Then you find the information that you need you go finally confront the warlord. You go confront the warlord. You turn his fortress into a five-room dungeon. Great. Room four, you fight the warlord. You kill him. Part five of this, maybe there's a twist of some sort, and then also maybe a hook that brings you further in. Hey, by the way, this evil warlord, he was taking his powers from some sort of pact with, with a dark being, and... You know this this dark being is actually seeming to pop up all over the place, and you have to go now investigate this cult or whatever, and that leads you into the next adventure. But that's kind of what what I'm trying to say here is that you can implement like this five room dungeon into like the different parts of your um, plotline adventure. Okay, that was a lot. Did that make sense though?
1: Wow. Sorry, I just woke up. What?
0: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, what he said. <laughs> yeah but basically the point is that like this is not a whole adventure but it can be if you really embellish each of these this could be a whole adventure too uh, and it also provides provide you with a way of plotting out and pacing a whole adventure as well
1: yeah. I think the point of like this entire episode is that here's an idea for a format for how to do things take this Take other formats, find what works for you. Yeah. That's... Essentially the... That's the moral of the story here. Find what works for you. Whether it be what rules work for you, what format works for you, how pacing works for you in your party. In role-playing games, find what works for you.
0: Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, this is just one of many methods you can use right? The, this, uh, no one's saying that this is the, the best way to do it or that this is a horrible way to do anything. But if you're someone who is a GM or someone who finds themselves having difficulty, uh, where do you start? How do you plot out this dungeon? How do you plot out this, this section of the adventure? You have no idea. You're like, okay, I know the goal. I know the heroes are trying to get this artifact, trying to save this hostage, but I don't even know how to get him there you know, if you're someone like that, then this can be a great tool for you to just look at, okay, let me just break it out into five simple steps, and each of these steps has a different thing. One is a puzzle, one is a, a, a big fight, it's that kind of thing. This, this, yeah, so this could just be really helpful for you, um, if you're, if, if you're someone, if you're someone like that who, who would like this structure, and this structure could, could help you, um, for sure. Research this more, uh, you know, we kind of just scratched the surface of this, um, But there's a ton of, like, sample five-room dungeons for you that you can find online for free. Um, All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Great. Gabe, anything else you want to say? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, so you, Gabe, you're you're kind of a, a newer GM. Um, you GM'd our actual play series, um, which is fantastic. Hey guys, you should go listen to it. Um, but for you, as, as kind of a, a newer GM, what does this like mean to you? Like, is this is this something that you maybe want to try? Or
1: this is something that I might try for it, like a single dungeon, see how it works uh, for a quick like one session thing. I think. Um, I would probably change it a little bit just even just that first time I'd try it I'd probably change things a little bit I just like to adapt things to how yeah. I make things I think it's a great starting place for you to just get an idea of perhaps what your session and your planning should look like how your pacing should look like it's really, I think the greatest value here is to give you an idea of a format, an idea of how to structure things that you can then say, like, oh, this is how this person structured. This is, okay, this is like this leads the players to do this and this and this. You know, and adds variety, it deals with this part of pacing. Then you adapt it to your own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would be definitely open to trying this and to experimenting with it as long as you keep in mind your goals,
0: your theme, your setting, and adapt it. Yeah, and, and as an experienced GM, um, you know, I have someone who's been gaming for years and years. I think what's really cool about this is it's kind of putting words to like what like you kind of have figured out, uh, you know, what I've kind of figured out on my own. Um, just as a GM on, like, how to structure, you know, not really dungeons, because I can't say I've made a lot of dungeons, but, like, adventures and stuff, and, like, this, this kind of series of challenges, this is, like, put, like, actually putting it into words and giving it a structure that, like, I've kind of figured out, I just haven't realized that that's what it is, you know what I mean? So that's really cool that someone, you know, found, kind of, was able to put, um, you know, to break down what exactly they were using to build their dungeons and stuff, and actually pull... You know, put it into a format which is cool, and I think this—I think this is a great format, and I, and I think it's really cool. Great template, like Gabe was saying. Dude, switch things up, if if you totally want it, like go ahead, uh, you know, um, totally play around with it, um, see what you can do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty neat, uh, <laughs> pretty cool, yeah yeah it's pretty nice it's got r- room for anything hey yeah but no i yeah. I think I think this is this is a great system and I think if also thinking of creative ways uh creative places to apply this you know not just a dungeon or whatever right applying this to to um, okay, look, I mean, even just applying this simple setup to a role-playing counter, right? I mean, that, that, will, that could really elevate that role-playing encounter, right? Just yeah. taking this, this basic bare-bones concept of these five stages, essentially, and the players have to work through each one just in this role-playing encounter just in this conversation. I mean...
1: Yes, they could li- this could literally just be a single conversation.
0: Yeah, that would- It's a format that you can change to fit any sort of yeah encounter. That would, like, really enhance that, com- that role-playing counter. Really make it amazing, I think. I mean, if me as a player, we, we get to this role-playing counter, and it kind of goes through each of these five stages, I mean, that's, like, insane. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, like, really memorable and cool. Right? It only has to be, like, what, 15 minutes long, maybe, this whole encounter, this whole role-playing counter? But if the GM has figured out a way to kind of, like, implement this, like, that's, that's so awesome. Um, and, you know, cause this system works, right? A lot of people use it, a lot of people use it and love it. Um, you know, why, why not use it for, for a little more unconventional things, you know? Like a role-playing counter or something like that. Um, yeah, that's, that, that, that's real cool. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, it, it was a, a goody one. It was kind of short, but I feel like we got, we got a lot of conversation. Good juicy stuff out of it. Gabe. Socials.
1: We got them. You want them to follow us, please. We like likes. Mm hmm. And you like liking us.
0: Yeah. Like. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All that kind of juicy stuff. Uh, hey, guys. Mm-hmm. Next week is gonna be a juicy. Next week is a next week. Is gonna be one. That I'm really excited you guys Next week you guys. Oh my gosh Gabe, please what's don't leave us But next week's gonna be cool. Okay, what's happening next week next week?
1: This is when we start our new series our replacement for class spotlights our classes revised so as we've stated before this is the series where we go through the 12 core classes and revise them to rebalance them, make them more interesting in both combat and roleplay, and perhaps make them a little bit more complicated or advanced for players who are looking for to get a little bit more out of their classes. And so we're gonna start with Barbarian and lead on from there, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. It's be interesting. We're gonna be like making things up as we go along, we have some ideas already down on paper, but we're going to be making things and revising this class during the podcast so you can see our thought process.
0: Yeah, so uh, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a really fun, I'm really excited, and um, definitely if, if you're someone who kind of already understands the basics of D&D, is already familiar with, with the classes and such, I think it'll be really interesting. Um, and definitely for those of you who have been playing for a while, you want new classes, you want something to, to, to you know, step up. Um, that's what we're going to be doing, and each of these will be made available, I don't know how soon after the podcast episode, but will be made available as PDFs for you guys to find and download and to implement into your own games. Um, so, that's, that, that's really cool as well.
1: Alright. Look out for that next week. And you can find more information on our Instagram and our Discord. Instagram's at d20 underscore Academy. You know the drill. Go follow us. Yeah, we got a YouTube d 20 academy too. Go YouTube do that. Too.
0: Okay, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week